Maseches Rosh Hashanah, Perek Dalid, Mishnah Ches. This Mishnah is discussing situations where in order for one to procure a shofar to use and fulfill their mitzvah of Tkiah Shofar and Rosh Hashanah, one in theory would have to violate an Isr Durabonah. So the Mishnah discusses if such behavior is appropriate. Shofar Shal Rosh Hashanah, in order to attain a Shofar Shal Rosh Hashanah, Eima Virin Alav Es Hatchum. One still may not go beyond what's called the Tchum, which is essentially a boundary of 2,000 Amos in all directions from the end of an inhabited area, from where a person is located, and this would be a Isidur So one is not allowed to violate the Isidur of Tchum in order to get a shofar or to hear a shofar uh, for the purpose of fulfilling the mitzvah on Rosh Hashanah. The Eimifachin Aloves Agal, you're also not allowed to remove a pile of stones. The pile of stones is Muktza on Shabbos or Yontif, and so it serves no purpose, and so therefore it is Muktza, and one may not transgress Muktza in order to blow the shofar on Rosh Hashanah. Lo olin be'ilon. One may not climb a tree if the shofar is on a tree, as we know, it is Nisdurabonon, because you may come to break a branch. Lo roch agabi And you also may not ride an animal, because as we know, a person could potentially uh, break off a branch in order to guide their animal. Lo shatin al Nor may you swim in the water in order to um, in order to get the shofar back. And you also may not cut it. You're not allowed to cut it off the animal's head. You're not allowed to do it with an item through which cutting would only be considered an iser durabonon, like a sickle, which is not a natural and normal way to cut. Or whether or not you did it with a knife, in which case that would be a normal way to cut and that would also be prohibited. But if a person wants to put water or wine into the shofar in order to rinse it uh, so that the sound is better or it's easier to blow, um, even though uh, doing this um, would seem to be a violation of the Isidra Banan of completing something on Shabbos or Yantif, uh, that is not considered a problem since the shofar can be used without being rinsed, without these processes. That is not considered a mock of a potash. That's not considered um, fixing it or completing it in any way. One should not prevent children from blowing the shofar, uh, even if it, even if Rosh Hashanah is on Shabbos. Uh, this is this is not something you should intercede in. But rather, you should uh, deal with with it uh, with them in order that they learn uh, how how to blow the shofar. And the Gemara explains that this only refers to a case where the child is what we call higiel chinuch. They can properly understand and comprehend some of the details related to the mitzvah of shofar. What if a person is practicing to blow the shofar on Rosh Hashanah? Could one fulfill their mitzvah of tkiah shofar? So the answer is no. Misasek is lo yatsa. Vashomeya mina misasek. And let's say somebody hears the person who's blowing it for practice. And he really did have intent to uh, to perform the mitzvah by hearing this call, by hearing this shofar. Says the Mishnah that one is not, uh, one does not fulfill their obligation. Final Mishnah of Mesechus Rosh Hashanah, Mishnah Tess. Seder Tikios, the proper order of the Tikios are Shalosh Shal Shalosh Shalosh. That there are essentially three groups of three, of three blasts, with a Tikiyah in the beginning, what's called a 
teruah in the middle and a tekiah at the conclusion. Since we are not exactly sure what that middle sound is supposed to sound like, so in our uh, liturgy, we blow a set of tekiah, shvar, what we call shvarim tekiah, tekiah teruah tekiah, and tekiah shvarim truah, uh, which is first, uh, tekiah. So that set of nine, only one of those sets is the real uh, tekiah shofar, and whichever one it is, is blown three times, and that is what the mission refers to when it says, Seder Tekiyos, Shalosh, 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 Shalosh. Shir Tekiyah, the sheer, the length of a Tekiyah, Kishalosh Teruos, should be like the length of three Teruos. Shir Teruah, Kishalosh Yavavos. How long should a Teruah be? It should be like three um, cries, three quivers. So then the Mishnah says, What if Tokabari Shona, Umashach Bashnia Kishtayim, so let's say, what does the Baal do? He blows one tekiah, then he blows whatever's in the middle, and then he extends the second tekiah so that it can also serve as the first tekiah of the following set. Says the Mishnah, Ein biyado ela achas. It only counts as one, as the last tekiah of the first set, and one would be required to blow an additional tekiah for the next set. Misha beirach ve'acharkach nisnam shofar. Let's say a person... Um, recited the entire, let's say there was no shofar available, and so an individual davened all of their Rosh Hashanah davening, and only afterwards they were given a shofar. So, tokeya umeria vitokeya shalosh pamim. They should go through the process of tekiya, teruah, tekiya, three times. In other words, they should blow the three sets, each one corresponding with machiyos, chronos, and shofros, even though they won't actually be inserting it in the context of the davening, they should just blow it straight. Just like, says the Tanakama, the Chazin is obligated to recite the entire Musaf Shemona Esrei, so is every individual obligated to recite their own Musaf of Shemona Esrei, if they can, if they can. Rabbi Gamliel, Omer, Rabbi Gamliel says, Shliach Tzibor Motzi Esa Rabbim Yedei Chovasam. That it's enough for the congregation to listen to the to listen to the Chazan's tefillah and be yotze with that. And according to Rabbi Gamliel, even if you're able to daven, says the Gemara, even if you're able to daven on your own, you may fulfill your obligation uh, through the Chazan, not just all year round, but also, also on Rosh Hashanah.